You're listening to Unleashed by Nonstop Dogware, the podcast where you get inspirational stories and useful knowledge from dog lovers all over the world. This is your host, Jeanette. Nearly 40,000 people are following the adventures of today's guest and her husky Finn. They have traveled to eight countries together and today she will share her best tips on trail running with her dog. Elisa Deutschmann from uh, Germany, welcome. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> nice to be here. Yes, we are uh, very happy to have you here. You are an influencer? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you and your dog uh, Finn, can you tell us a bit more about yourselves? Yeah, so my name is Elisa, as you already have heard, and um, I'm living together with my husky Finn normally in Germany. And I think um, for two years I started to share all my photos and adventures, which I and my dog are doing, to Instagram and uploaded pictures and videos about my life, about all the sports we're doing together. And yeah, it starts to get more and more popular and I think that people like it and love to see what we are doing. And yeah, that's why... We're always out and having fun and it's nice to see that the people get motivated about it. And I think it's nice to tell a little bit more about how everything works with him because, yeah, it's always quite important to do something together. And you really are an outdoor person and so is your dog. Can you tell us a bit more about Finn? Yeah, so... Um, it's my first dog ever and before I got him I know okay I I need a dog which is really robust so he can do everything I do and I don't have to bring him always I don't know warm jackets or yeah that he is a little bit for himself and is ready for the adventure so I choose a Siberian husky I got him when he was eight weeks old and now he's already five and a half (laughs) we made a lot of adventures together and it works really well. So yeah, that was the point. Or oh, that was when I said, okay, I need a Siberian Husky. And after five and a half years, I really know that that was the right decision. And we're a really good team together. I can't think of a life without a dog. Can you tell us a bit about the adventures you've had so far? Because you've mis- visited many countries and you have been on top of mountains. You have been running down mountains together, yeah. winter, summer, everything. Yeah, that's true. We I'm traveling a lot with my dog. To be honest, the first holidays or adventures I've made, I was not that prepared how to do everything with a dog because it was my first dog. So I think the first holidays we made was to some really hot con- countries like Albania and stuff like that. And if I'm thinking right now about it, it was not that nice because it was way too hot. But I think that's the way how we learn and how you can prepare everything better for your next adventures. And after all the experience, um, yeah, I focused my holidays more on like Norway, countries which are more colder or whatever, Netherlands, things like that. Right now it works really well. And through my dog, I also decided or I came more, I was before really into the mountain stuff, but through my dog, I came more and more into. And yeah, as you may know, we started to get a trail running and um, all the kind of stuff. And of course, if you're having a dog, I think your life is changing a little bit. And it's not like you go to Bahamas and make holidays there. <laughs> and after that, now, yeah, we're doing a lot of that stuff. But for both, it's our passion and we love to be in the mountains. So it's insane. But do you have any advice if you plan to go to a totally different country with your dog, you do not know how it is when it comes to temperature, where to go, where the nice trails are. 
how do you navigate when you do research before mm. your trips? I think after a while, I really know my dog really well and it knows what fits to him and what not. So if we're going to a really warm place because we have to go or something like that, then I know that my dog is loved to swim. So that's a really good point because I always can put him in the water and he can cool a little bit down. But yeah, if it um maybe too hot i always search for set shadows and stuff like that and i think it's really important that you really know your dog really well yeah i think that's how i prepare it and i think we're a really good team so we can figure everything out together <laughs> and everything works quite well when it comes to water how do you do it when you're on the mountaintop and there might be no lakes or small rivers or you don't have any extra wa water with you yeah that's a really good question huh? So normally when I know where to go and I know there are a lot of rivers on the mountain, stuff like that, then it's no problem, finish drinking the water. But I already had it once, so I was really far up in the mountain and um, I expand my trip, so it was not that long planned, but I thought, okay, it's fine and we will find some water. And then we were on the top and I really saw that Finn is yeah, done and he needs some water and we had nothing. And then I just picked my bottle and give him all my water. And I think, yeah, it's always important to have enough water for you, of course, but also more for your dog. So really important to think about it. But it was good that I still had some water. But yeah, but normally, as I said, I always plan it and when I know I go to areas which is no water, I bring like, I'm not sure how they call these dogs, bottle stuff, where we can fill in some water and bring that for him. And it works quite well. I also know how much he needs and of course it depends on the temperature, shadow, all the stuff, but yeah, that's how we can figure it out. And I always try to be a really good dog mom. <laughs> But when you go on both hiking and running, how do you prepare your dog for this? Oh, so I start um, to train a lot. For a month, I did my first real race, trail mountain race. And for that, we trained like a half a year or something like that. So I started. So when it's hot, I always go out really early in the morning or really late so that the dog is not starting to get too hot. The last race were 22 kilometers and 1,200 high meters. So I know... Okay, it's a long way, so we started with some shorter uphill runs, like 5K, stuff like that, and did it always when it was really cold. But after a while, we also start to run more um, at lunchtime, stuff like that, um, because I know, okay, the race will be at the same time, so I really had a look, when is it, and that my dog feels really comfortable during the race, and it's not like it's something new, so he was really used to the long distances and everything after the half year. And I think that's really important. That's not like, okay, you take your dog and say, okay, now we're going for a 20K run because he's not known to that. So it's super important that you train your dog for that and that you do it step by step. And also during the race, I made some breaks. He got some water and I was always, yeah, I was always looking for him. And that's also not that easy because if you're going for a race with a dog, it's not only about you you have to care of, it's also about your dog. And when the race started, it was a little bit too warm. So the first 5K, I was really afraid. I took it super slow and um, yeah, had a look at him. But after a while, it starts to rain and then the temperature goes down. And then I know. And I also saw on him that he's really into it and that he's feeling good. And I think that's important that you really have a good connection to your dog. It's not only a dog. It's my best friend, my everything. And I really can see when he's doing well, when he's doing not well, when he needs water, break. 
I think that's important and that's how I prepare everything for it. What kind of equipment do you need for doing this? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm always using the free motion harness for Finn because it, it fits him really, really well. And um, he's using it already since, I'm not sure, four years. So I know it works. And I don't change there so much because I think the fit that it fits good is really important that he can breathe and run really good. And then I'm using the running line, super simple, and the running belt. And everything is super light and comfortable, and that's really important if you go for long, long trails. But um, he's not always running on the leash, because when I'm up on the mountain and then running down, um, it's super important that he's not pulling too much for me, because otherwise my knees or all the other stuff (laughs) destroyed after a while. So he has to run behind me. And that's also something which I trained really, really early with him because it's a Siberian Husky. You know, it's not like whatever, <laughs> a border collie, which is doing everything you want. So we had to train a lot for it. And yeah, so after a while it works. And now he's running behind me and sometimes I get to leash away. Can you tell us a bit more on how you trained him to mm-hmm. walk behind you? Did you use a treat behind your back? What did you do? Yeah, so it was quite hard at the beginning. I was not used to how to do it, <laughs> so I tried everything, but after a while I really re- recognized that a pole is really good, because I'm always running with poles uphill, so I just used the pole and say the German word run behind me, so in English it means that, so I am used it and I put my hand to the back and the pole is in the back and then he ha- has to have the distance between me and himself. And that's really important because I also be out a lot on skis in the winter. And there I also use it that he is not coming too close to the skis. And that works really well. So I just can say <laughs> that's a good way to use the poles and always try that he's a little bit away. But when you are out running in the mountains, sometimes you can meet some animals. Mm-hmm. Not all animals are just as nice. Cows, for example. How do you handle them? Yeah. So cows, oh, I'm really afraid about cows <laughs> because in Germany we're having so many on the mountains. They're all running free. And especially when they're having small um, baby cows, then they starts to get really angry if they're seeing a dog. When I see cows, Finn is always on the leash. That's super important. But I had one time a problem that a cow was too close, which were attacking me. And then I let him loose, of course, because otherwise we are both in trouble. But um, another really good thing is, um, which helps, is that um, cows are afraid about noises. So I use my poles and throw them through the track or whatever. And if they're hearing the noise, they're going away. So that's maybe a good point. But always be careful because if they're having small cows and they're seeing a dog, they're not that friendly anymore. (laughs) Are there other challenges people might face when they are running with the dogs? Oh, I think there are always some challenges which you never know. Like, for example, trees which are falling on the track or other dogs. My dog is super happy with other dogs, but of course it's not always a good connection. Yeah, and uh, as I already said, it's like you always have to think about two. So that's also maybe a point which you have to think about it. And you also have like nature thing get stuck to to your dog's fur or maybe insects as well. I don't know. Uh, have yeah. you experience on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I had it when I was in Albania. Finn was laying a lot in the sand, and there has been some. I'm not sure how they called, but some super small horrible things, and they were stuck everywhere in his fur, and we had to 
pull them am out of his fur and he get yeah he starts to bled and everything so not that nice but i think all what happened you get more and more prepared for everything that comes and yeah it's a good way to do it <laughs> or not a good way but a way and yeah you learn about everything that's good for uh, the summer and the future what are your plans yeah so i think for this summer we want to make some longer trips in the mountains so finn and me And for that, we have to prepare a little bit, go for more longer hikes and also prepare what to pack and how to bring or how much food and how much water is there. I really love to be out with the dog, being outside on the mountaintop. It's just amazing and also Finn really likes it. But for that, you have to, tra have to train and um, have to think how much food, stuff like that. And yeah, I just can say that's amazing to be out with the dog and maybe everyone should do it so sleeping over on a mountaintop stuff like that and it connects really more to your dog yeah what does it mean for you to have a dog on all these adventures i guess it would be cool doing it by yourself but having a dog what extra joy does it give you oh i think it's so nice because i really like to be sometimes alone in the mountains but with a dog you're never alone alone and that's super nice because you never feel alone and it's just nice to to have something and someone with you and we have made so many adventures and so nice memories i can't think or if i think i had done it without anyone or without my dog I, it was would be not the same so i'm really happy about it does it make you feel extra safe or is it like if i go tenting with my dog and it's dark and they start barking maybe i would get a bit scared as well <laughs> yeah maybe uh, but i think it's not like I think it's just nice to have him with me and of course if I'm sleeping outside I know that he always would awake if something happened so it's not like I'm alone and whatever a cow is coming or he feels more or earlier than I can feel something also when the weather is changing and he's super afraid of thunderstorms things like that so he can hear it when I can't see it already so that's also a nice thing and <laughs> it helps me also so it's not only that I have someone he's sometimes really having me helping me and um, showing me what to do sometimes next that's nice but if there is a thunderstorm or something else happening and your dog gets scared how do you handle it yeah that's um, a big problem because Nothing happened to him and I don't know why he's so scared about it. But if he hears some crazy noises, he always wants to go awake away and search for holes and stuff like that. And sometimes maybe it's a little bit too much because I know, okay, it's not that big, but he's so afraid of it. So we are searching a place where he's feeling okay and I'm next to him and that also brings him a lot. But that's the only way how I can do it because I can't run down the mountains in 10 minutes when rain is coming. So that's not possible always. So searching a place where he is feeling safe. You do trips alone and you also do competitions. What's your favorite? Oh, I think both have something really nice in it. So I like sometimes to compete. I think it's nice to see how everything works, you and your dog. But of course, adventures are also so nice. And I like just sometimes to stand there and having no time pressure and enjoying it and I think it's important that you have a nice balance between both and also it's nice for my dog just to run free and don't have to pull and having an amazing life so both sides are having a good side but when you are out uh, running hiking sometimes you meet other dogs as well do you have any tips 
Oh yeah, I tried a lot out and it always depends on how your dog is. But I recognize my dog is feeling everything I feel. So if I start to get nervous because I see a dog, he really feels it. For me and my um, dog works the best. I stay like ever, do nothing and go and that never happened anything. And everything is happy and friendly. But yeah, that always depends on your dog. I think it's really important that you know that your dog is feeling what you're doing and that um, there is a nice balance between both sides. Would you ever consider having another dog or is it enough with one? Oh, right now I'm still studying and I have to do a lot, so <laughs> I'm happy with one. But sometimes I really can see that the Siberian Husky or Finney, they really want to play always. And sometimes I feel he's a little bit tired or sad because no other dog is there. So I go really often to like dog beaches, stuff like that, where the dogs can play together and that he have the contact to all the other dogs. So I think that's important. But right now I'm doing enough of one and I'm also a lot in the air with paragliding and I want that my dog is feeling the best and not just staying at home or stuff like that. So, And I think that's important if you have a dog or want to get a dog that you have enough time and it's not like just, okay, I have a dog and it's next to me. It takes a lot of time and it should take a lot of time and you really should want the dog and want to spend all your free time, spare time with him. So yeah, think about it and right now it's like I'm having enough of one <laughs> but you never know what's next so <laughs> if you and Finn had to do another activity another kind of sport what do you think that would be oh that's a good question so right now I'm really dreaming of going paragliding together with Finn <laughs> that's something wow I'm is that even possible <laughs> yeah it is I have seen a lot of movies and talked to people which are doing it but the problem is that Finn is not heavy, but it's a Siberian husky, so it's not a small dog. And yeah, I have to prepare a lot for it and think it would be really cool because we can go together on the mountain and then just flying down, something like that. But I think if this is not working, we have we're doing a lot of trail running and a lot of ski mountaineering in the winter, but we're doing not that much mountain as a biking stuff. So maybe um, that's something we can try at next. Good luck on all your adventures. Thank you so much. <laughs> You've been listening to Unleashed by Nonstop Dogware. If you have questions, feedback, or ideas for guests or topics to cover, please email us at unleashed at nonstopdogware.com. You can also follow Unleashed Pod on Instagram or visit nonstopdogware.com for more content. Remember to subscribe for more episodes.